Pain? Pain is like love, like compassion. It is a thing only for lesser men. What is pain to doom? My name is Conrad, alongside my co-host Drew, and welcome to the 50th episode of Stranger by the Dozen, the podcast where we recap the adventures of Dr. Stephen Strange, Master of the Mystic Arts, six issues at a time, or it normally is, because this week we're covering one big comic. How you doing this week, Drew? Uh, I'm doing great, and uh, Disney, if you're out there listening, I know that the Fox deal closes at uh, January 1st, and uh, I'm ready to... Uh to audition for doom uh you know give me a call <laughs> absolutely so you can um find the show on uh, the on itunes google play store stitcher soundcloud or any fine 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 podcast app feel free to contact us at space at stranger by the dozen at gmail.com on twitter at stranger by the 12 stranger by the one two or on facebook or instagram by searching for stranger by the dozen and this week drew mm. We are once again looking at, at a Marvel graphic novel. We looked at a previous one, uh, Doctor Strange into Shambhala, uh, se- uh, a couple episodes ago, like in, and many right. years ago, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but this one is Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom, Triumph and Torment. I am super jazzed about this. This is one. Of, this is really one that I've been looking forward to pretty much since we started the started the started the podcast. It's from 1989, so a little bit before our our or w- w- where we've been in our timeline in terms of calendar date. But from what I've read in several um, like sort of Marvel chronology projects where they try to place different stories that seemingly aren't part of a standard timeline in order of things, this does take place shortly after the Infinity Wars or Infinity Gauntlet, I should say. Um, it's a real interesting story, just sort of dealing with serious business for um, for Doctor for Doctor Doom especially, and it's got a really amazing um creative team roger stern writer mike mignola uh, uh, pencil artist mark badger inker and color artist jim novak letterer mark siri assistant editor ralph macchio editor tom defalco editor in chief so we'll remember roger stern from that really great uh strange tales volume two run and several other Doctor Strange runs in that era, you know, he did like Doctor Strange sort of turning to dark magic and other, and, uh, and, uh, Clea leaving him and stuff. Just right. Re- and then also, I, I think also he, re- he did the stuff about, uh, her becoming like Queen of the Dark Dimension and mm. things. Just some really great Doctor Strange writing from, from Roger Stern. And Mike McNola, of course, you, uh, oh I'm, man, talk, you, talk about like the big name on this um, comic yeah. book. Even the cover is just like just screams Mike McNola. Totally, yeah. I, I, um, I'm sure pretty much everybody will know him from from Hellboy, among other stuff. And he's just real great. Yeah, this cover with um with Strange and Doom both blasting demons as uh, Mephisto looks on and stuff. It's really great. And yeah, like you said, very like Mike McNoll, like, like a crazy demon underworld kind of stuff. Um, yeah, real great. And, you know, it's an interesting thing just in the, in, in the comics we've been um, reading recently. There's been so much Mephisto and a fair amount of Doctor Doom as well. So it's kind of funny to see them continuing on now with um, Doctor Strange in this story as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so real fun, you know. This is a uh, th- this is a graphic novel, so it was all it was produced all in one thing and sort of put out. Um, I believe the most famous of these Marvel graphic novels was um, God Loves Man Kills and X Men 
with an X-Men story, but this is a really great uh, Doctor Strange one. Uh, oh, man. Anyhow. Like, let- I'm just I'm just jazzed to see, like, all the, like, the penciling being done by Mike Mignola, because, like, his, his fingerprints are all over this thing, and it yeah. looks fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. It's really well done. And so, with that, let's jump right in, all right? Yep. All right. So, uh, we cut to the foothills of the, or we, we start at the foothills of the Himalayas in the cavern of aged Genghis. You remember aged Genghis, right? Yeah, uh, uh, kind of a crazy dude. Not really wearing all that much. Yeah, he's got kind of like a tentacle-like uh, beer, uh, uh, chin beards. And yeah. he's been like, not the ancient one, but sort of an ancient one adjacent, uh, <laughs> like, Himalayan monk guy uh, from, from the early days of Doctor Strange. So we see him, you know, talking all crazy, floating in the midair in lotus position, of course, um, talking about, you know, sort of rambling in, uh, crazily about the powers of the mind as his um, Wong assistant tries to get him to eat, but he will not. Instead, he flashes back. He sort of reflects the nature of doom and reflects and, and reflects back to a time many years ago when a um, fur-coated, or, you know, a, 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 a parkered explorer came to his cavern and beat him up because he wouldn't give him the secrets of the universe. And that young man who did that was Dr. Victor Van Doom. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Stern definitely sort of going with the um, Dr. Doom story um, concept that he actually wasn't very badly scarred. in the, after, after sort of the events that led him to leave college with, with Reed Richards and stuff. Um, right. We see sort of... Doom's face, and he, you know, he maybe has something, but it's hard to tell, like what might be scarring and what might just be like, like age lines on his face or something like that. But he beats up Genghis, and Genghis directs him to some monks higher up on in the Himalayas. And after Genghis sort of lie, is beat up on the ground for a couple days, he's saved by by Doctor Stephen Strange, who is. We see in his original costume, basically on his way back to the West after studying with the Ancient One. So, very interesting sort of ships passing in the night on the Himalaya Mountains. This idea of um, a young of of a young Doctor Doom sort of getting ready to get his armor and sort of become Doctor Doom, and a young Doctor Strange sort of on his way back to establish himself as Doctor Strange back in the U.S. Two men on very different paths, that's for damn sure. Indeed, and it's sort of it's interesting just to sort of imagine this in, in the timeline of Doctor Strange. You know, um, later, when they sort of start talking more about this Marvel, you know, as, as we get deeper to Marvel Unified th- Field Theory and stuff, there is a sort of idea that Doctor Strange started, that like the event of the early Doctor Strange in like the early Strange Tales and stuff take place even before the fantastic four uh get their powers and stuff like which you know, is in the even earlier 60s which is certainly upsetting a lot of the like preset marvel history or I mean, you know you have like yeah. the first you have like the first family marvel being the fantastic four but i mean there were superheroes before then like world war ii and stuff like that it sort of places dr strange in a little bit in this sort of weird, t- weird Marvel time, sort of after the World War II superheroes and before the Fantastic Four show up, you know. Right. So we see Doom it, basically with the monks that we met during that we'll see again during the Infinity Gauntlet uh, two episodes ago. 
with Doom sort of um, falling in with these monks, eventually becoming their masters and using his mix of science and technology to form his uh, evil Dr. Doom armor and eventually sort of forging it all and, um, you know, walking out of the mountains to take his place of glory. And after that, you know, we see... um, we see Genghis sort of standing in the light. Apparently, that once every hundred years or so, the Vishanti come to him and have him sort of uh, officiate a great test of the magicians of the world. Um, his uh, like his lucidity has been returned to him. He's no longer the uh, crazy aged Genghis. He's just super powerful um, aged Genghis. And we see him travel to South to the jungles of Southeast Asia to begin his plan. It's cool. Um, yeah. He shows up. Yeah, that Oh, good. It's definitely uh, H. Genghis acting a lot more coherent than he normally is. Absolutely. Yeah, he's non-crazy. He's at this big uh, temple. And then we see him standing atop a cool mountainside, basically sending a mystic message to all of the wizards of the world. Hear me, all ye masters of the mystic arts. Hear the words of H. Genghis. Hear me and take heed. And it's basically a summons that goes around the world from the Yucatan to the island of Honshu to the moors of Great Britain to a subsea outpost of Atlantic and even to Latveria. And finally, of course, to the Sanctum Sanctorum in Greenwich Village. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. Um, Doctor Strange is sleeping when he gets it. Is, uh, you know, hear the words of ancient Genghis. I summon you to a gathering of sorcerers to settle the que- to settle a question of power. Come to the Temple of Three tomorrow and meet your destiny. Uh, Doctor Strange wakes up in wakes up in bed, maybe naked, which kind of gross. Um, and books a flight to uh, Southeast Asia to J- to J- Jakarta to begin his quiz quest. Yes. We see him, uh, you know, taking the plane out there. He sort of reflects to himself that based on the way that Age Age Genghis sent this message, he's he's determined to take uh, as much mundane transportation as he can uh, for some reason or another to prove himself worthy. We see him, like, cutting his way through the jungle uh, Indiana Jones style until finally he arrives at the Temple of the Three which is a cool Buddhist temple with like three giant uh, Buddha heads on the top that is, you know, sort of look in different directions. He And it looks pretty rad. It's super rad. He uh, he changes into his work clothes, his uh, Doctor Strange in clothes, and heads in. And as he does, he meets a, uh, a gathering of sorcerers. Most of them I don't think we've seen before, actually. Um, there's like... Uh, uh, Jamaican dude named uh, Jules St. Thomas. There's a um, Atlantean lady who's got like a a cloud of mists that lets her breathe above ground. Uh, There's like some Asian guys, a big kind of swami dude with a turban, all that stuff. They, of course, know Doctor Strange, especially from his uh, destruction of the uh, world's vampires and sort of his claim status as the Sorcerer Supreme and stuff. Because those vampires had it coming. I mean... Yeah, I mean, they literally, like, drink the blood of humans to survive, you know? Like, (laughs) um, Age Genghis appears in a dais and says that he's gathered everybody for a serious question. 
Uh, but before you can explain more, they hear the rumbling of a late arrival, and buddy, it's Doctor Doom, looking just all showing cool. up, yeah, showing up late in his like you know jet. Yeah, it's like, like a hu- yeah, uh, like- a hover uh, a hover sci fi jet. But yeah, you know he's got to make an appearance and a, a uh, an entrance. You know that's his move. Um, <sighs> people are questionable, but basically. Um, Age Genghis explains that every every hundred years he's called to preside over a contest of sorcery and to determine who among all the sorcerers of the world should be the sorcerer supreme. Um, and I got to say, Doctor Strange is looking pretty cool to just sort of accept this instead of sort of being like, "Hey, I'm the sorcerer supreme. What the heck? I saved right. all you guys all those times." Uh, yeah, I like saved the universe like multiple times over. What have you guys done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he seems cool about it. Um, you know, Doom is less impressed. Like, titles and honors, I have a plenty, Genghis. There must be more behind your summons than that. Um, becomes a question of power and destiny, at which point he fades out, and the three images of the Vishanti appear above him. Nice. Oh, dang. I love when the Vishanti show up. Um, yeah, it's always a good time, man. Yeah, we got Ashtar, Hogoth, and Agamotto. And Agamotto's here in his uh, tiger, you know, glowing eyes tiger form instead of his caterpillar form, which I certainly appreciate. <laughs> I mean, either or is cool. I mean, the you know, the tiger with the flaming eyes is always a good look. Yeah, I feel like the caterpillar one is, is less of a good look, if I'm super honest. Um, anyhow. It kind of looks like, you know, kind of yeah. looks like a, kind of a bit of a bum. Just saying. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, um, Geng- Age Genghis prepares the 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 uh, the test unless there's any objections. But one of these guys does have an ob- an objection. Khalid Inshallah is like, hey, like Doctor Doom's like got all this sci-fi gear too. Like, you know, well, this is a fantasy party, not a sci-fi party. He's like, not. He's got all these all this extra stuff that'll help him do help him accomplish whatever has to be done. Clearly, he's using a different source book than everyone else. Yeah, and he has all the wrong spells and all the wrong equipment. Yeah, he he he's brought his Mass Effect dude into this Dragon Age game, buddy. That's not fair. <laughs> um, and and Doom's like, fine if you're gonna be a baby about it. And he and he like pulls off his gauntlets and is like, I don't have my okay, so I'll take out some of my main uh, techno gear and we'll just sort of be random dudes together. Okay, screw you. And that seems to be enough. And so the test begins, the trial of the Vishanti. The basic thing is, um, Age Genghis is suddenly engulfed in a giant green and yellow crystal. And the purpose and the, uh, the idea of the exercise is, uh, whoever can free Genghis from this crystal, the embrace of the Vishanti, will be Sorcerer Supreme. So it seems pretty easy, right? You just got to blast stuff. Yeah, um, you just got to bust out some rocks and call it a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jewel St. John blasts him out. Mojo Lance flies straight and true. And show the Genghis what you... <laughs> <laughs> Mojo Lance blanched, uh, bounces back and hits him right in the face. And just sort of gets taken out. He's entranced by the Vishanti. And that appears to be a problem is that basically as everybody else starts throwing blasts at it too, the, uh, the energy, their energy rebounds back at them and they sort of get, um, attacked, attacked and entranced by the Vishanti comes flying back a hundredfold. So you got to, uh, uh, shield yourselves and stuff like that. 
Like, everybody's getting taken out and frozen in place. We see Doom looking through the lenses of his suit and seeing people, um, like, frozen and stuff. It's pretty cool. We also see him, like, looking at how Doctor Strange is casting spells and, like, noting n- noting stuff down for that. <laughs> the fight takes a second layer when the people who are entranced in- in- by the Vishanti start fighting back against people. Oh, dang. And so suddenly it's coming from all uh, sides. Um, In the end, like, Strange is barely holding on. And eventually it's just him and Doom against the the assembled other wizards. Um, Doom seems to hold his own. And here's where um, Strange realizes that Doom's totally copying him and his mystical things. We see Doom, like, so yeah, casting spells with the um, Doctor Strange horns and all that stuff. It's it's t- like he's totally copying off his test, man. Yeah, it's not cool. I mean, what do you what do you? Am I not Doom? Like it seems sort of in his wheelhouse. <laughs> um, you know the two, but the two of them managed to to beat up the rest of the wizards. Strange is impressed, and Doom, of course, goes for the inevitable double cross. But because of the way he's uh, casting the Crimson Bands of Sidorak, Strange is. He, He's easily able to reverse them and uh, in- and uh, entrap Doom instead. Strange, now on his own, um, approaches the crystal and realizes that um, basically just realizes that that it's like one of these wizard wizard qu- uh, trick things, basically, <laughs> um, where. He is kind of like, we're like literally all, in, in the end, instead of blasting through the crystal, he just goes up to the crystal and is like, hey, aged Genghis, like, come out of the crystal, please. And he does. And that's sort of it. <laughs> like, okay. It's, it's, it's totally like a wizard test. It's like, hey, yeah. all you have to do is ask, man. Like, all you, you guys just went for blasting. Yeah, total, uh, total uh, speak friend, then enter kind of situation. Um Yeah. But so, Doctor Strange wins. Um, he becomes a Sorcerer Supreme. And again, Str- Strange is is gracious in victory, not being like, yeah, no, I know, I, I already was. Like, what up? <laughs> and so he's just kind of like, oh, like, I just, all I want to be is Master of the Mystic Arts, and that's good enough. Um, and so the Vashanti are like, all right, you know, good, uh, good test. See you in 100 years. Have a good one. All right, peace out, guys. Uh, let's do this again in 100 years. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so with that done, there's only one thing to be settled, which is that now that he's Sorcerer Supreme, a boon must be granted. And while Doctor Strange doesn't need a boon, Age Genghis is like, hold on, player. That boon isn't for you. It's for a, any other mystic that evaded the crystal of the power. The power of the crystal, namely you owe a boon to Doctor Doom. Oh, dang. I owe a boon to whom? To Dr. Doom. It's rhyming. Um, oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Anyhow, uh, Strange is like, man, I'm not going to, like, boon Doom by, like, l- helping him conquer the world or something. And and Doom's like, I don't need a world conquest boon, bro. Um, instead... How about for this this boon, you help me with what I've been doing every Halloween, namely uh freeing my mother's soul from hell. That's uh all right. That's a heck of a thing. Yeah, it's been something that do that's we, that if you like if you follow like various comics, something that a uh, Doom has been doing frequently for the last couple of years in sort of the Marvel continuity. Anyhow, 
<laughs> with the contest done and the boon set and uh, who's booning who sort of settled, it's time to get uh. the hell out of here because, as always, uh, the temple is about to collapse. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, you know, Ag- Edge Genghis is like, well, we're done here. Peace! Exactly. Yeah, he pieces out with fly by, by flying away, and everybody else is just like, ah, we gotta run, as the whole place collapses around them with a wathoom. Oh, Edge Dingus, never change. He's a good guy, man. Um, yeah. And so, with that, you know, it's time to get booning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, they head off to the boondocks of Latveria. Woo! All right, you stop this right now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Strange gets on on a Doom's uh, magic flying ship thing. Not magic, t- high-tech flying ship. And they fly all the way to uh, Latveria. It's good times. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he pilots the ships himself because he rarely takes an ally. They arrive at Latveria, and we, and we get a sense of what version of Latveria of what version of Latveria we're seeing in this comic, sort of as they arrive and they're greeted by throngs of cheering um, subjects. And we see Doom, like, riding back to his castle in the back of, like, a Rolls Royce, uh, of a convertible Rolls Royce sort of waving to the people. It definitely (laughs) speaks of, like, you know, rustic German town. Oh, yeah. No, this is a good, like, this, uh, this, this, this group of townsfolk is one second away from having, from someone looking different and thus assembling an angry mob, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that are breaking out into song while, like, running through the fields. That's true. Idlevice. Um... (laughs) As they drive, uh, Doom has them stop the car, and they stop by this little kid that's giving <laughs> gives Doom a, bo- a bouquet of wildflowers. It's amazing. It's sure something. That's what it is. Um, Strange is sort of like this is obviously all stage managed for me because Doom is like you know can snap his fingers and have a really impressive uh, nat- national leader's welcome just be whipped up at a moment's notice. Obviously. Um, but he does sense there's a sense of reverence for him. It's hard to tell. Um, at Castle Doom itself, they sort of hang out. The uh, strangers served by Doom's manservant Boris, and they kind of have some wine and talk about the deals. They, uh, especially Doctor Doom's uh, mom Cynthia, who has been uh, trapped in hell for many years. Um, you know, Doom says he doesn't. We, we, we remember much about her because he, he, he was just an infant when, when she died, but he's read her diaries and sort of her study into magic has what's been, has what's helped, um, inspire him in his various evil pursuits. I mean, he doesn't call them evil pursuits, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Anyhow, he wants to save her and no, and no ordeal is so great. There's a pretty cool part, I think, where he kind of talks about he's been doing this his whole adult life. And Strange is like, well, geez, man, like I'm Sorcerer Supreme and a good guy. Like if you'd told me that your mom was in hell and needed saving, I would have totally helped you out. Like, why didn't you ever let, like, like mention it, you know? And Doom just looks at his fire and says, um, I will bear any ordeal, Strange, but Dr. Doom does not beg. Which is pretty cool, man. No, it's super red. Like, not even turning, just like still staring at the fire with, yeah. with his with his hand, like gently stirring uh, his glass of wine. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, you know, listen, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got to do it by himself. That's a, that, that's part of it, I guess. Um, yeah. 
After Doom goes to bed for the night, uh, Strange talks to Boris, and Boris kind of gives us the 411 on the, uh, on the Doctor Doom backstory. We kind of cut back to synth, we sort of learn about Doom's father, uh, Werner von Doom, who was a, uh, a gentleman healer, and his wife Cynthia, who was a, uh, was a gypsy or a Romany or whatever. Um, who was also a witch and basically made a deal with Mephisto to secure a homeland for her people. Um, and, you know, co- it cost her her soul in the process. We see her sort of like, you know, pledging herself to Mephisto and then heading into the, to the local, to the Baron's uh, castle and like blasting the hell out of everybody and stuff. It's really cool. <laughs> Um, but this leads to, tor- you know, it's a triumph and a torment, hence the title, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she takes a lot of people down. Um, she, um, it, it, it's, it's a moment of great terror. Um, all the kids in this, all the children in this village where she attacks the guards all die in one night and she is, uh, wrought with grief. And eventually is uh, stabbed in the in the in the chest by a guardsman and uh, dies in the arms of Werner, who buries her. Um, they he he swears that he'll um, like get rid of her chest of evil magic stuff, but no matter what he does, it doesn't work. Like, listen, man. You you can't get rid of a chest of evil magic magic stuff. It just doesn't happen. I mean, it definitely doesn't. He like tries pushing it off a bridge. He sets it on fire, buries it under rocks, and no matter what, it still comes back to them after a couple days. Um, eventually, though, Doc um, Young Victor Von Doom grows up, finds the cas- the chest of evil stuff, and gets big evil. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, in the end. He marries his study of his study of magic with a study of science, which leads him to um, which leads him to America. Though he continues his quest to open the open the doorways to the never to the netherworld and free his mother and stuff. Um, this is how we eventually, of course, became roommates with Reed Richards, and eventually, after a big explosion, became scarred um, and went to the east and sort of takes us back to the start of this comic. Um, so, sort of, yeah. so just just a quick like you know comment on the name of of Victor Von Doom. Mm-hmm. How did nobody see this coming? I his mean, name his name is Von Doom. It's super fair, you know. That, <laughs> but I mean, this was all pre superhero stuff, right? I mean, I get, a, a I lot get of that. this stuff was even like pre World War II. I want to say, um, right? If we're sort of going by the by by a straight. Marvel timeline. Sure. If we're going by like OG Marvel, then yeah, it's definitely like some but, of it's pre World War II. But it's definitely pre Fantastic Four and stuff. So at a point where like if you had, you know, at, at a time where if you had an evil name, you didn't automatically assume that just because you had an evil name and were like into science that you'd be conquer, that you'd be at least trying to conquer the world in a couple years, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, calling it like it is. Hey, listen, all right? <laughs> 
as a as a as a person whose last name translates to uh, to suffering in German, I don't like this anti evil name uh, prejudice, Drew. I don't appreciate. It. All right, all right, all right. Fine. Point proven. Got it. Okay. You know, like I'm. I don't want to be like uh, like put on some put on the raft just because I got an evil name and a pension for supervillainy or for uh, for super science. I mean, okay. <laughs> Like Anyhow, the first part, sure, no, yeah. but the second part, eh, maybe. Yeah, Doom comes back with the armor. He's all super powerful. Very quickly sees the throes of of Latveria. Uses his technology to make other moves and just sort of, you know, at this point, just a good time for a big picture of uh, of a castle and a giant Doom looking over his um, his his new realm. You know. We got the doom we have uh, now, though he still with his legion of uh, doom bots. It's, that's, uh, yeah, 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 always. Although he always re- retained his burning desire to free his mother from the clutches of Mephisto. So good times. <laughs> we see through the security cameras that Doom has been watching all this. Though we don't get, we aren't let in on his internal monologue for it, so it's not clear if this was on purpose or what. You know. Uh huh. Um, apparently now sort of there's weeks of study as uh, Dr. Strange like uh, gives Doom a magic crash crash course we get a nice magic montage here yes I love a montage yeah and as at the same time um, we see that Doom is upgrading his armor for the assault on hell basically like so that he, he so that his combo of magic and technology will surpass Strange's straight magic Straight up, magic. that seems like a problem. That seems like it might be a problem in the future. Just throwing that yeah. out there. Six weeks in, it's finally time to do it. They get all ready. It's Midsummer Eve. Doom has a, or they've drawn a cool pentagram. I guess a a, a, a triangle gram on the floor. It's time to get going. You know, it's a good part where they talk about risk. And Doom says, let us not tarry, else we be cursed as cowards. And Strange says, do not tempt Vandation, nor um, Von Doom, nor mistake caution for cowardice, which is pretty cool. Um, they wise, It's wise words, really. Yeah. So they head down deep into the whatevers, to the infernal fray, um, and find their way to hell the stench and then just find themselves deep in the heart of a whole bunch of demons when and it's blasting time <laughs> yes they couldn't ha- you know they find themselves yeah they're, they're just in the middle of a bunch of demons and it's time to fight um Do- doom's like why couldn't you p- pick a more far out area strange is like hey like hell changes always we got to keep we got to keep fighting until the master here discovers our presence but it's too late because mephisto appears looking all real like mike mcnola really having some fun just drawing him as super evil with his cape and stuff as the demons kneel before him and looks totally awesome and looks totally like mephisto's being like sup nerds yeah get out of here this is my town <laughs> you He's like, he's got three bottles on his fingers clacking them together. Like, looks like somebody's lost. <laughs> <laughs> Doctors, come out and play. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, I love a good Warriors reference. Yeah. The Docs are here. They demand Cynthia Von Doom. Mephisto is like not impressed by them we get some full-on demonic laughter like ha 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 you demand um but instead just said just sort of just just beating him up hell style it's pretty good (laughs) 
They get like te- they get like sent deep beyond the realm where they are and come under attack from like demonic d- demonic crows as Mephisto looks on and sort of marvels that these two jerks are actually working together for once. <laughs> <laughs> It's at this point, though, um, Mephisto decides to step in. And again, he kind of knows that, like, Doom is super evil. And so he also knows that because of this, if he, he'll be able, he'll betray Strange and maybe he'll be able to get both their souls if he kind of does things right. So Mephisto sort of makes a move. Strange disappears. He falls off the side of a cliff, loses amulet, and like disappears into beyond. As Mephisto goes to make a uh, a bargain with him. Oh, as Strange falls, we get a sort of we, we you know it's your standard sort of like Doctor St- or no it, it, it's a spin actually on the standard Doctor Strange temptation slash damnation uh thing where he imagines himself back at the surgery pre accident. Um, we see him, he's basically running through the motions of this, you know, like, uh, like I'm rich. I don't care about people. I got to go to a party, blah, blah, blah. Um, but as he does it this time, he, um, sort of has a sense of deja vu and that things have gone this way before, but the standard stuff, you know, car accident, hands, Tibet. This time though, when he arrives in Tibet, he arrives just in time to see the funeral of the ancient one. Whoa. Oh, oh no. Yeah. And so because of that, instead of getting a chance to be trained, instead he's kicked out. And as he is, or and he like demand still demands like teaching and stuff, some sort of a robed cleric is like, you know, never in his life did the ancient one waste power on the undeserving. Men such as you would not be welcome under any circumstances. And, oh dang! Which is a real burn because he was welcome, but now he's something is different. So this is like a darker timeline. But because of this, re- this because of this rejection and Strange's memories of the ancient of the ancient one and the spark of decency that the ancient one saw within him, he's able to reach out to the Vishanti or perhaps some brighter light. Nah. I, I, I guess Agamotto, um, and sort of regain his power, re-Doctor Strange up, and return to the courts of hell just in time to start having a big uh, demon fight. <laughs> Excellent. Absolutely. We see all this from Mephisto's cr- uh, throne as he's trying to tempt Doctor Doom. And Mephisto basically does the demon stuff. He offers the world to Doom. This could be yours if you but ask it. Um... But, you know, Doom's here for one thing, and when he says that, Mephisto finally agrees, like, he's like, check it out. The soul of your mom, bro. Oh, dang, I got your mom right here. Yeah, and Doom asks, what is your price? And Mephisto says, uh, like, yes, you could barter, but you know what I want. More demon fighting, more whatever. Doctor Strange makes his way through hell and then sees Doom being carried by a band of demons and about to be dropped into a big pool of lava. Strange interferes. Bolt of Balthak, winds of Watum, sweep back these hordes from Doctor Doom. That's <laughs> a, a good spell. Oh, Pretty a good, good spell. spell. Yeah, but as he goes to help Doom, the... Latvarian comes up and attacks Strange. It was all a trick. Oh, ruse. Oh, no. Yeah, we see Dr. Strange um, encased in some sort of mystic crystal or cloud, maybe. 
as Doom says, um, all right, Mephisto, I've given you the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, you give me what I want. And at this point, Mephisto does it. He summons forth from du- from ashes and dust a likeness of Cynthia Von Doom and then um, enriches her with Cynthia's soul. And she comes alive again. We oh, say. Yeah, we see we see in the eye holes of Victor's mask him crying as he sees his mother for the first time since he was an infant. It's pretty amazing and basically says like, yes, m- mother, it is I, Victor. I have come to take you home. And Mephisto is like, be gone before I reconsider. And Doom starts pulling her away like I've secured your leash. You must go. We must go. And Cynthia is immediately reluctant. Like she knows that there's the only way that she could be leaving hell with a human body and stuff is that there was he, that that Von Doom's made some sort of deal with Mephisto. And she knows from her own from her own um, experience that these deals are never good. And indeed, Mephisto fills her in that to uh, secure her life, um, Doom has sold the soul of Earth's Sorcerer Supreme, which is a dick thing to say, you know. Yeah, no, it, it is. It just um, and and Cynthia is frankly on our side as she basically says, like, like, hey, like, I'm not, you know, I'm your mom, but I'm not worth you selling your soul, selling a another person to um to the devil, basically, <laughs> like. Doom says she sacrificed everything, but she doesn't want to be part of the betrayal. Um, Man. She says, like, she basically is like, that That my son would betray another to Mephisto. Th- this is the worst damnation of all. You're no son of mine. And her, oh. her soul rejects the new body and turns back into a statue. Oh, dang. Like, Doom is crushed, and Mephisto looks on. Um, he kind of wakes up uh, unconscious Doctor Strange and says, ha, 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 now I've got you, I've got her, and I've got Doctor Doom for all eternity. Uh, Strange, incensed, like, manages to break free, thought it was beyond his power, but he sees that hidden under his cloak was a device made by Doom that seems to have increased his mystical power. Oh, dang. Yeah, it's a whole thing. So now it's time for Doom and Strange to team up. So okay. Now it's time for Doom and Strange to team up and fight Mephisto two on one. Oh, yeah. All right. Finally, the team up we've all been expecting. Yeah. We seek to defeat you. Fool, the evil of Mephisto is eternal. That may be, but evil can be resisted. Evil can be overcome. They keep fighting, and, like, they're super powerful fighting them and stuff, but, man, like, Mephisto's here on his home turf, and whenever they, like, seem like they're ahead, Mephisto just, like, hulks up and unleashes a devastating blow. There's real crazy stuff. It's real cool. (laughs) It's, like, oh, man, it gets pretty ridiculous. Like, there's a point where sort of, like, we see him, like, destroying Earth as this big beast of teeth and eyes and stuff all in the wrong places it's really awesome oh man it's so cool um sort of in this onslaught of mephisto strange can barely just protect the, protect them inside a uh, inside a force field um everything is looking bad until suddenly 
Like, you know, things are real bad. Like, Doom even tries, like, throwing a thing of antimatter into hell, and not even that is successful. (laughs) Mephisto cannot be defeated by your meager science. (laughs) Which is pretty amazing. Things are going real bad until suddenly Doctor Strange has an answer. Salvation lies in opening the shield, and indeed... Um, the Strange lowers his shield, and upon the, uh, statue of Cynthia Doom, he casts a spell, Mighty Oshter, loose your thunder, channel now the power blasphemed, that it tear this shell asunder, free this captive soul, redeemed! And, in a blinding flash of light, we see that... The soul of Cynthia Von Doom, once damned for the murder of the townsfolk, lo, those many years ago, has now been redeemed by um, rejecting her son's treachery and choosing to to remain in hell instead of coming with him with the price of Doctor Strange for her soul. It's real cool. Yep. Um, Because of it, this uh, massive... beam of sanctified light flies straight down onto Cynthia and she seems to disappear. She's gone from hell to her rightful place. It was a master, it was a prison which only the master of Hades could destroy. And Mephisto, tricked by these jerk mortals, um, is, you know, kicks him out. Basically, he can't ki- he can't uh, damn them to hell, but he um, he could only kill them, and then they he'd lose their souls too. So instead, he just like says to be gone, and they're out of there. Just get out! Leave me alone! I don't yeah. uh, just get out! Yeah. Ah. They arrive back in Latveria, Doctor Doom, in a heap, and he sort of wanders off and says, "Boris sees that our guests' needs are arranged to, or or are attended to, and arranged for his transfer his um his transportation back to America. I would be alone." Strange calls out to him, but Doom says he doesn't want hang he doesn't want anybody. He's done his own he, he does what he's always sought. He's set his mother's soul free, even though her soul is free, sort of with her cursing his name for betraying her, basically. Doom heads off, and Strange and Boris sort of have a, com- a contemplative mood. Like he could have betrayed me for Mephisto, but he 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 could have betrayed Strange from Strange to Mephisto, but he didn't. Indeed, this might have even been his plan all along to beat the devil at his own game. Could that have been the case? Could Doom have just, like, decided that he was so all fired to get his mom out of hell that he'd make her hate him, but he, she'd still be free? I mean, listen, you can't. Wheels within wheels with Doom. He's incredibly powerful and incredibly scheming, and frankly, that's the kind of thing that's right up his alley. Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely like playing a game of chess and seeing, you know, moves 200 yeah, ahead. Absolutely. So Strange returns to America and we just see Doom in classic Doom mode, brooding on one of the turrets of his castle, his cloak um, flapping in the breeze, his belt buckle the size of a human head. It's awesome. <laughs> As Doom do. Exactly. We sort of finish up with um, Age Genghis, his mind slowly leaving him again. Um, Doom has found a way to salvation. But whatever, man. It's been a hundred... You know, he's just going to let his brain wander and be mad for another hundred years until it's time to do it again. And until then, hey, uh, bring him some food, man. He's ready to go. 
Yo, he's <laughs> this this aged Genghis is hungry. Yeah. I stand in the terrible threshold threshold and I see the end and the beginning in each other's arms. The end. Oh man. Oh man. This is pretty fun. I, I really like this story. Um, it's really good. I really like, yeah, the part in the first half was a little throwaway of just sort of this random, like, sort of a wizard's quest thing. But yeah. um, the stuff in hell with them, with Doom, with, with the two doctors, like, fighting magically is really amazing. Um, the, like, decision of Doom to, like, do this tricky, like, um, my mother will hate me, but at least she'll be free kind of thing is totally in doom's stance absolutely the the idea that he's um redeemed his mother's soul and achieved this big life goal but it only you know it's a sideline to his brooding evil conquest of the world stuff is really awesome yep (laughs) and man just a lot of fun and a lot of good uh, magic and wizarding stuff how about you drew what do you think oh it's so good no i like, uh, yeah, sure, the beginning part of the story is a bit of a throwaway, but it kind of had to do the setup where Doom and Strange would be in the same place at the same time without fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, this story is fantastic. Nice. Yeah, real good and a real good capper to all the Doctor Strange. A real, like, I was really stoked and this ended up being our 50th episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's a way to do a 50th episode right. Yeah, and I really like this one. And I, I like this one more than, I'd say, in, in, Into Shambhala, which was had kind of a weird storytelling format, I'd say. You know, this is a more sort of regular comic, but because it had it's it primarily features Doom and it's such a key part of the Marvel world and stuff like that, it was also a lot of fun. Like, it, it is a big thing that's going to be lasting in, in the way that this character goes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So... <laughs> Hope everybody had a good time. You can find the show on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or any fine podcast app. You can contact Stranger by the Dozen at StrangerByTheDozen at gmail.com, on Twitter at StrangerByThe12, or on Facebook or Instagram by searching for Stranger by the Dozen. Tune in next week, Drew, as we're going to do, as we're going to mix things up and jump around just a little bit after uh, 50 issues. 50 episodes of roughly chronological comics. We're going to jump ahead and cover some more modern stuff. It's going to be real cool. I am ready for it, and it's some of my favorite uh, Doctor Strange stories. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll we'll eventually go back and cover more, like, sort of 90s and early 2000s Strange. But first, let's spend some time in 2015 and begin the epic uh, revitalization of Doctor Strange in the Marvel Universe with The Last Days of Magic. And it's some good stuff, and it features... uh... Some fantastic art. Uh, if yeah. you have, yeah, I would highly recommend going out and picking up these issues uh, either in like a trade paperback or possibly on uh, like checking them out in Marvel Limited because the art is amazing. Absolutely, I'm really excited to talk about these and just talk about more some more modern stuff as well. Although, yeah, eventually do want to get back to the other stuff, but you know, good to jump around and just get some real high quality Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, and so tune in then. And until then, faithful listener, I say. Perhaps I should have seen that the Master would want more than to simply rescue his mother. He would want to win free and clear, beholden to no one. He owes you nothing, and his mother's soul is free. His dreams of conquest will continue, and for now at least, his soul remains his own. My name is Conrad, and for my co-host Drew, may the Vishanti guide your path.